Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Our guys are real confident. Uh, I think they've been that way for a while. Um, you know, it took us a while to earn that. Um, the way this year started out, we went into the year confident, had some rough patches, but uh, we've been we believed in our team for a while, and, and we've always felt we could play with anyone, and um, we've been doing that at some times, especially this last month or so. But uh, we feel real good about ourselves, and we're up for this challenge this week. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Beck UL Daily presented, as always, by Fan Duel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday as we look forward to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. The voice there of Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the 49ers, speaking about confidence as they head to Lambeau Field on Saturday night. Let's bring on our guests on the Roman Guest Line talk about that game and all four games this weekend. Eric Eager, pro football focus, is with us on the Roman Guest Line. Eric, welcome back to the show. We just heard from Kyle Shanahan there, the confidence he has in his team. They're the biggest underdog this weekend. Uh, I'm curious your perspective on the quarterback situation for the Niners. You know, Jimmy G is still banged up there. Um, you know, if, if he's fine, I, I do think they could play with Green Bay. But if he's limited, it's going to be a, an issue there. What do you think about the Niners heading into this weekend with some momentum but but banged up against the, um, against the Packers? Yeah, it was weird when the, the number opened Sunday. It was – or even Sunday morning, Saturday night, it was like four and a half um, – and I, I think a lot of people understandably took Green Bay, just thinking about you know um, you know the healthy you know nature of Green Bay getting back you know Bakhtiari, Jair uh, Alexander, also um, Zadarius Smith. Um, with San Francisco, you, they got a little bit lucky with Fred Warner's going to be able to play. Nick Bosa is likely to play. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo though, with that thumb injury, you wonder. Um, you know, easy to throw the ball, possibly with a thumb injury in, you know, Los Angeles' SoFi Stadium, um, as well as Dallas' Jerry World, but in Lambeau Field, how, how, much, how easy is it going to be there? So uh, that number's moved out to six. I think six is probably right where it should be. Um, it, you know, it, to me, I think that San Francisco is going to have to run the football better than they did against Dallas. They're going to have to, you know, sort of hope that Green Bay's defense, which you know, it was pretty good most of the season, but kind of got soft later in the year. Stays that way post-buy. 
Eric, some disagreement in the sports betting world on the value of Garoppolo versus Lance. Where do you stand on this? If we were to somehow get word that, oh, Trey Lance is going to play at Lambeau, his second career road start against Aaron Rodgers, uh, how far could this number get? Uh, I probably think, I mean, if they go with Lance, the guy who has started three games in the last two seasons combined, um, including one FCS game, I, it probably gets out to seven. Um, I don't think that the betting world thinks that highly of Garoppolo, even though you know he's been a pretty good player in terms of you know executing that offense. Um, but I think that the, the the line movement that you know we sort of want to look at as far as how valuable Garoppolo is is probably from that four and a half to seven, not necessarily where it is now at six, where I think a lot of people are baking in a less than one hundred percent Jimmy G. Uh, you know, into that current number of six. I don't think if, if it's announced that Lance is playing, it's going to move all that much more. The first game of the weekend, Bengals at Titans. Titans, three-and-a-half-point favorites. I saw you tweeted, Eric, um, uh, or retweeted the Vrabel and the Titans on eight-plus days of rest. Um, Vrabel and the Titans straight up in ATS. Eight and no. Who do you like in this matchup? Yeah, <laughs> Going against that, even I think, you know, so this number opened around three. Um, and, you know, a lot of my colleagues and I went to the game uh, against the Raiders. We all started asking each other, well, what should the number be? And I think we all landed on three and a half. So uh, I think the movement towards three and a half is supported, um, you know, by uh, I think a lot of the statistics and the narratives and what you're talking about with the one seed being valuable, the buy being valuable, you know, guys like Larry Ogunjobi being out for the Bengals. Uh, their defensive line being banged up against Derrick Henry. I think all of those uh, are why you're getting, you know, with the with the Bengals more than a field goal here, uh, and probably should be. Um, but I think now that you've crossed three, um, you know, one has to take a look at at the quarterback matchup in this game. And I think it's unmistakable that the way Joe Burrow is playing right now probably offers a better option at the position than Ryan Tannehill, um, who has been up and down this year. Uh, you know, and Todd Downing, the play caller for the Titans, hasn't necessarily been, uh, you know, the, the best this year. So it's an interesting one. I, you know, I think the Titans have been have been slept on most of the season, um, and people aren't properly pricing in the buy when you look at the fact that they're the third favorites in the AFC, you know, market uh, to make it out. But I think in this particular game, now that the numbers out to three and a half, you have to take a look at Joe Burrow. Eric, uh, the Rams three-point underdogs in Tampa Bay on Sunday. We saw this matchup earlier this season in L.A. The Rams won it uh, in pretty convincingly over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now we're seeing it again. Rams, impressive Monday night. Bucks, uh, that game was over pretty early against the Eagles, so they had some more injuries in that game. Uh, I'm a little worried about Tampa Bay's offensive line here. When, when Tristan Wirfs went down on Sunday, the game was over. It didn't matter against the Eagles, but there was a lot of pressure on Tom Brady, and that Eagles front isn't as good as the Rams front. What do you think of this matchup and and the worst injury? Could that uh, could that lead to an upset here? Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, in week three, um, Tampa Bay was favored by one and a half points in L.A. And I know Los Angeles doesn't necessarily have the best home field advantage in the world, um, but you know that that would imply a bigger spread here for Tampa if the two teams had sort of stayed equally power rated. Um, I know that the uh, you know the Bucks have lost a lot of players throughout the season, but so have the Rams. I mean, they lost Robert Woods, one of their best players. Um, and defensively, they're not, you know, I, I think defensively, you know, they lost Jordan Fuller, for example, at safety. Um, so this number is kind of curious to me. In fact, it's probably going to be more of a two and a half by the time it's all said and done. If you look at Pinnacle, for example, Bucks minus three is plus 103. Um, so yeah, to me, 
Uh, I agree with you that, you know, the three sacks on third down, the four sacks overall for uh, Philadelphia during that game uh, was troublesome. But I'm going to give Brady the benefit of the doubt, a guy who's always protected his offensive line with a week to know that he's going to have to be sort of on his best behavior in the pocket. I think he'll do a decent job mitigating some of the issues they have should Wurfs uh, and Ryan Ryan Jensen be limited or out uh, in this game. And then it comes down to Stafford. And, you know, you look at Monday night's game, uh, they didn't really have to lean on Stafford much, and they protected him, and I, he did a really good job throwing the football. When they've had to sort of rely on him to throw the ball a lot, I mean, he led the league in interceptions. So, uh, you know, that, that I think is, is a little bit, um, you know, we take a broader look at this thing, and it's, it's not just about how the teams played uh, last week. This is BetQL Daily, Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, Aaron Hawksworth. Our guest, Eric Eager, at PFF underscore Eric. Check out the PFF forecast podcast and uh eric before we get to your favorite game of the week as a big chiefs fan uh something we were just talking about uh in our last segment want to get your thought on it uh the head coach quarterback combo that you trust the most i it felt like reed and mahomes uh going number one felt like the easiest pick and then it got really tricky two through four uh if if we're going mahomes read number one where would you go to and uh of the eight teams alive who's last oh that's a great question uh, yeah i think i mean I, to me i think Lafleur is one of the most underrated entities in all of football uh i know that people are going to say well you know he inherited aaron Rodgers. Uh, that packers team that he inherited had two straight losing seasons before he came on and won 13 games uh three straight years uh, Rodgers is playing at the top of his game right now for the last two years. Basically, Lafleur has done a great job sort of ignoring a lot of the noise that happened in the offseason and just puts a winning team on the field every single year. So to me, I think it's, it's those two guys. Um, and then after that, I think it's probably, and this is less about Arians than it is about Brady, but I think it's like Brady, Arians, um, and then probably Stafford McVeigh as much as it kills me, uh, and then McDermott Allen. Um, Man, I, well, Joe Burrow more than Zach, Zach Taylor, but then Joe Burrow, Zach Taylor, um, Jimmy G, Kyle Shanahan, and so I guess at last would be Brable Tannehill. But I, it, you know, I think that speaks to the sort of strength of this entire weekend. In that last weekend, there were a lot of duds, right? I think you know all eight teams that are left in the NFL playoffs now are good football teams with good head coaches and decent quarterbacks at least. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Well, let's talk about Bills at Chiefs. Um, The Sunday uh, night game, tightest spread, Chiefs favored minus one and a half. What are your thoughts on this one? 
Uh, yeah, this is one I think it's going to trend towards two, maybe even one and a half. You know, uh, in fact, you know, it, it, the, the Bills are taking money here. I'm not necessarily enough to get this thing to pick them, but uh, yeah, it, it's a it's a tricky one. I think if you get Buffalo's best game, um, you know, they're probably going to beat the Chiefs. Uh, I think if you get both teams' average game, I think the Chiefs win. Uh, and I think the, the worst version of both teams, I think Kansas City is a little bit better than that. I think the Bills are very high variance. Uh, you know, we're talking about a team that lost to Jacksonville in the middle of the season. Uh, and even two weeks ago, I mean, three weeks ago, they were down at halftime at home to the Falcons. Uh, and, you know, two weeks ago, they were uh, only up 13-10 in the, in the waning minutes uh, of a game against the Jets. They ended up covering that game. They did the same thing against the Dolphins at home as well this year. Um, but this is a Buffalo team that's very uneven, the quarterback very uneven, um, but, uh, you know, the highs are very high for that team. And I think if you catch them on a great day, uh, they can beat the Chiefs. But uh, to me, uh, you know, I think we're a little bit under underselling Mahomes and Reed. Um, and, you know, to me, if, if anything, I don't, my model doesn't show value on this game, but if anything, I think you have to go with the team that's made or hosted three straight AFC title games, uh, ATS in this one. Eric, when you look at games that we see rematches of uh, when we enter the postseason, how much do you factor that in what we saw in the regular season? We were diving in yesterday for the box score of that Bills-Chiefs game from earlier in the year. Bills won that game uh, pretty handily in Kansas City. And a couple of things stood out. One, uh, Allen had a great game, so it was, it was great Josh Allen. But also four turnovers by the Chiefs. And it's just hard for me to you know imagine that, that we get that kind of performance from Kansas City again. Buffalo could win, but it felt like that was a perfect storm for Buffalo that night. Great Allen and a lot of turnovers. Yeah, but a lot of guys out for the Chiefs. Trevarius Ward was the starting corner for them who was out. Legereus Need had to play Ward's spot, and he gave up five of six into his coverage uh, and a perfect passer rating that day. Sneed has come on and been a much better player down the stretch for the Chiefs. No Chris Jones, uh, who is probably their best defensive player. Frank Clark got five pressures in that game. No other Chief in that game got, a pre- got more than one pressure. So I think... You know, and Daniel Sorensen was a starter then. Now he's a reserve. I think he was exposed quite a bit in that game. So, you know, I, I think for the Chiefs, you really just want their expected defense. Uh, you know, no big plays. You know, make your tackles. They don't have to give up 10 points or 17 points or be brilliant in any way. But they just have to be, you know, sort of get on the green defensively. And then as an offense, yeah, just don't turn the ball over four times. They had a turnover in the kicking game as well. Um, they also had a penalty on Frank Clark on a rough in the pass that negated an interception. So, you know, even though I, I, you know, Buffalo, I did, I do think dominated that game. Um, it was much closer than I think the final score indicated. Eric, any totals or teasers that you like for the weekend? Yeah, you know, so the the people are going to want to tease Buffalo, you know, out to eight, uh, eight and a half, depending upon where you get, where you are. I would be careful about that because the total on that game is fifty five. I think there's going to be more variance uh, than people believe. Um, to me, I do like over in Cincinnati, Tennessee. Um, just because of what I talked about with the defense for the Bengals, but also the defense for the Titans. Uh, you know, I think the three wide receivers for the Bengals are going to be a mismatch for that secondary. I remember they were are without Caleb Farley, their top pick at corner, and have been for months. Any um, props that you have your eye on for the weekend? Uh, I have not dug into props, but I will say, uh, you know, uh, every single week I'll auto-bet Mahomes over two-and-a-half touchdowns. Uh, and, and you're still getting plus prices on that. He got that in one quarter uh, against Pittsburgh. Um, you know, so so that one's one as well. I think with uh, you know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you're also going to get Brady. Uh, I can see Brady sort of having that motivation as well. 
with that one. So, you know, over two and a half touchdowns in that game. Uh, I haven't seen where the prices are yet for those, but uh, those are ones that I'm obviously going to be first to look at, uh, you know, as well. And, you know, I think I think the Bucks rams game also goes over. I, I think that, you know, 48 is a little bit low there. You're underneath that key number of 49. And, and you know, I think both offenses are going to play well. And, you know, the Bucks will find a way uh, without their offensive line to, to still produce points. Great stuff. Eric, we always appreciate hopping on, and we'll be reading and listening over at Pro Football Focus. That was Eric Eager on the Roma Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash It's interesting, um, that matchup between the Bengals' passing attack and the weakness that the Titans have in the back of their defense continues to come up on this show. It, and the reason I find it fascinating is because the advantage the Titans have up front, like what wins? Can they give Burrow a little bit of time to get the ball down the field? If they do, the Bengals can win that game. I just don't know if they can give him the time with their offensive line versus Titans defensive line. That's the game. Also uh, curious, the Tennessee secondary is viewed as weakness, more so on the corners. Right. They have great safety play. Fire great, great safety play. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's viewed as the number one safety in the game right now. Uh, but as you look at these matchups, and we talked about all the, the quarterbacks and the head coaches going at it, feels like there could be a lot more scoring, a lot more scoring this weekend. And we only have one total into the 50s. Obviously, the last one of the week with Casey and Buffalo uh, in that 47-48 range with these others. You also worry less, I think, about any of these teams having a bad, bad day and getting boat raced out like the Cardinals did, the Eagles did overwhelmed i maybe the bengals but i doubt it uh, because of burrow and they won already a game last week right. but run the clock bills, yeah right not the bills are not going to get you know embarrassed like the, the, even if they lose they'll, they'll play and, and they'll put up a fight so yeah i think it leads to better games and probably like you said joe higher totals we'll talk some props coming up next hour we'll dive into giving props from betql and give us our give you our thoughts on where to go with all of the props for this weekend. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.